Hi everybody, my name is Ryan Ayrton. I uh, am 22 years old, I live in San Diego, California. Um, this really won't have any order to it, but this is going to be just kind of conversational de- de-gaffing, just kidding, but uh, kind of like a, a let out my thoughts sort of thing. You may find value, you may not. Personally, I just like listening to people and I think I typically always have something interesting to say and if you look at anything in a specific way, especially maybe the way that I talk about what I talk about, um, you may learn something. So I'm not saying that I'm going to specifically tell you what it is, but um, yeah. So I believe in action. Action is a big thing. That's the kind of the reason why I'm really not focusing on giving this any purpose per se, this podcast more or less just trying to talk. I think talking is a great method, actually, to, um, not even a method, just a great action to take if you want to produce change, growth, confidence, happiness, you know, very positive emotions and things in the brain. Because I believe a lot of times there are sources such as people, uh, jobs, bills, traumas, there's things that hold us back from really being, doing, or taking action towards what we want, need, lust for, or are passionate about. And I don't even know how the hell I'm rolling all of this crap out of my mouth. I mean, I believe in this stuff, but the fact that I'm not really thinking about any of this, nor did I produce or write anything down about what I was going to say on this audiobook, <laughs> audiobook on this podcast before I took action and started to do it. That's why I'm just kind of surprised, I guess, that it's coming out decently, at least to my ear. Um, all of that stuff I just said, I think, needs to be addressed. And uh, I do. I heavily believe that talking is an answer. Anybody's voice can be heard. Anybody's voice can have effect. There's nothing separating any level of significance between me, a famous person, a homeless person, a person in a third world country. Nothing. There's nothing separating us. Not even an accent. We're all composed of the same stuff. We're all equally as intelligent and have as many possibilities. So um, you can cause great effect to a variety of people. And it doesn't really take anything special. So with all that in mind, I'm going to take action and talk about whatever I see in my mind that needs to be addressed. Maybe something that has been daunting my brain for a while. Uh, So enjoy. Biggest thing that's been daunting my brain, and I'll probably cap this one off as uh, the discussion of this podcast. I don't know how long I'll keep it yet, but I can talk for a while. Is talking, of course. I said it before I even said it. Um, talking is so key, and by showing you how key it is, I'm probably gonna bring up a couple conversations that I've had in the past, and how just talking alone has created significant change in my life. So, a more recent area in which talking has produced massive growth in my life is by acknowledging the fact that. There really is almost no significance to talking at all. And of course, the first thing I'm going to say uh, say is something that brings controversy 
over to what I just said that almost seems as if I just contradicted myself. But it's true. You can ask Gary Vaynerchuk if you're in contact with him. Best theorists always say that you have to be between the highs and the lows. You got to be completely for something and not believing it, uh, believing it at the same time. And I know in concept, if you don't really understand it or feel it, like I may feel it and just know the process by actions, kind of like when I get on a bike, I don't have to think about getting on a bike and how to ride it. I already know how to do it. It's the same thing. I already know how to transition between highs and lows. Nor I, I don't know how I know about this. It's something that comes naturally to me. Um, almost like it was a formula put in front of me, but this formula is very comforting and nice knowing that conversation and talking can create such abundance and change, but at the same time, acknowledging that talking means absolutely nothing created a massive change in my life. And the reasoning that, and the reason is that thank you to my friend Jacob Garcia, who we actually have another podcast on. Before I continue, I'm going to give a little shout out to this Anchor app. It's really a great app. The fact that you can fast forward times two if you don't have a lot of time, speed up my voice and get through this lecture or whatever you want to call it um, is great. I love that I actually with my other friend Jacob, we have a podcast together. As I said, we have three of our episodes so far on Spotify and I'm a lover of Spotify. So the fact that it's so easy to send this information to other platforms that have massive effect in a, a, a strong stance in the um in today's society is just astonishing so thank you anchor big shout out to you you're amazing um hopefully i can loop back on what i just said this is a typical problem of me yes so i talked about jacob and how he's involved in this idea that not talking or not talking that what you say means absolutely nothing um i learned this because jacob likes to say something uh, likes to say a word called paradox and uh, I'm a big dictionary reader definitions and stuff like that I love knowing the true meaning of words although I'm not going to do it right now uh, I know that paradoxical is a word and the idea of a paradox is exactly why the first thing with talking that I have to talk about is that the words you say mean absolutely nothing and create no effect at the same time. It's paradoxical. And um, when you realize that a lot of things in this life is paradoxical, it, it's just enlightening. I'm not positive that it creates any massive change because f- for something to tell you that it means nothing it would be dumb to expect change when something as i said produces nothing so what you say really has no effect i mean you can call it destiny if you like i think that's a good way of explaining it so i can maybe kind of reconnect with what i was getting across here i came across this idea while I was in therapy. I go to therapy a lot and it's the main reason why I'm actually super into just talking through issues and growth and stuff. And it got to the point where I probably sounded pretty crazy as I maybe did a second ago. And um, I realized that I was trying to create 
I was trying to create the perfect answer. The perfect answer that explained everything. You know, that explained absolutely everything. Um, because that's the goal, is to, to have a response that makes somebody else completely understand your point of view. If you could just say it, then they'd be like, oh, totally get it. You're impressive. Awesome human being. I need to be more like you. And that's why what we say is not allowed to have absolutely any meaning at all. Because for somebody to be able to do that, they would have too much influence over the entire world. So the idea of a paradox is what allows this world to be so calming and stress-free at times because you can take it not so seriously. You only talk because it makes you feel better. You know, people people don't just talk to talk. Like they're they don't just talk because like that's their natural born purpose is to talk. No. You talk because there's something inside that makes you probably feel uncomfortable. And so you talk because you're intelligent enough to know that talking can get rid of that uncomfortable feeling. And then eventually you may have a drive for such relief that you want you want to reach a point where you explain everything. Like you can explain exactly how you feel. That's the final that's the final point. But you can't get there. And so there every therefore everything you say is actually a paradox because the only meaning we're really searching for is the meaning that explains it all. And so if we can't explain something in complete fullness so that everyone can 100% understand you, it therefore has no meaning. Paradoxes. Really, really strange. So, in short, regular human English, nobody can fully understand you. No matter how much you talk. They're never ever I don't want to say never but (laughs) they're most likely not going to understand you not completely there will always be your own personal experience your own personal point of view your own specific way of feeling emotion and how you think about it and take action off of it compared to somebody else another situation where I've realized that talking is amazing is within my own fears I am a firm believer in telling the truth. I love telling the truth. No matter how cruel, how evil, how embarrassing it may be, I love telling the truth. It makes life easier, you know, to not have to fake and know that if I tell the truth, I can forget about it, move on with my life, and think about something new. And that right there, that one thing has created a massive change in my life. To the effect, or to the idea that you must know that before this, I most likely didn't tell the truth all the time. And so the fact that I do now has made me into a completely different person, which therefore has also changed my life completely and where I'm probably going to end up. The only scary part about telling the truth all the time is that can't really tell the truth all the time 
Not really, at least. So, a better way of putting it, you tell the truth to what won't get you thrown in a loony bin. You tell as much truth as you can to the point where you can keep moving and growing, but not to the point where you're trying to move and grow so much that people think you're fucking psycho and they want to throw you in a loony bin or you do something crazy where you hurt other people because it can't be taken that far. If one day you start talking about, you just say something simple as, man, I'm crazy. And then every little thought that comes into your mind because you like being truthful and you don't like to hide what you're thinking from the world. You start saying everything. You're like, apples, oranges. Oh my God, I'm crazy. Look, I got a voice in my head. Oh my God, he's fighting back with me. Next thing you know, you're going to start talking about shooting somebody, running into a tree. You know, we always have this running voice inside us that, you know, if you really listen, it's because you're choosing to see things in a negative way. You can choose to see things in a positive way too, but tell me I'm wrong, but I know I'm right. The overly happy person is also somebody you don't really want to know and you kind of feel like should be thrown in a loony bin too. The one that's preaching peace, equality to the maximum, just like extra touchy, extra close, extra lovey, you know, that person too. So there's a happy medium between being truthful to the point where you could say that, you know, I'm truthful. I'm very, very truthful. And although I definitely learned something more about myself right now and how I'm going to approach if anyone asks me if I'm a truthful person later, um, and I'm okay with being ashamed or being um, seen as not on top of my game all the time. It's okay. Nobody's perfect. I will say that talking and talking very, very truthfully and honest is a life changer. And I like the number three, so maybe I'll go four, but I don't know. Uh, Let's go to number three. Sorry, I'm trying to create a checklist in my brain. Um, I'm an ENTP. And so I don't think you... You might not know anything about the Carl's Briggs 16 personalities thing. I think it's Carl's Briggs, but it's the 16 personalities test. And... um, I actually, I believe, I really, really love information about myself and other people, and I'll explain this. Um, So basically, it's a test that, it's a personality test, and because I'm so serious about getting my most honest answer out all the time, um, not to dabble too much into it, but number one is actually can be used in any sense against any of the things I'm about to say literally in anything in life you can just say it's paradoxical and there's absolutely no meaning to it which is a fucking bummer but anyways back to the number three um I love personality tests they make me feel good inside and um I by implementing my second thing that I said about talking being honest being very very honest and truthful which can be very hard for people I actually ended up crying and stuff about a lot of things, breaking down walls so I could get the most truthful answer, having to really look at myself in a mirror and be like, is this who you are? And to answer some of these questions so I could get the most realist results. I found out that I am an ENTP, which is extroverted, intuitive, thinking, and perceptive. Those are the four things that comprise my brain. 
And the Carl's Brig, or whatever it is, the 16 personalities, they give a description on your behavior. I went deeper and I found a PDF file written about the cognitive process of an ENTP because I wanted to know how my brain thought at the root of it rather than just my behaviors on the outside. And, you know, I'm not going to go completely into it because I am talking about talking and not about the test or what ENTP means completely. But talking about things that you have learned about yourself and knowing how to use them properly to give yourself credibility, to carry a, carry a sense of honesty because now you know more about yourself, you can be more sure of the things you say. Doing research and then talking about that research with other people that you now learned about yourself is life-changing. It's massively life-changing because people don't know themselves very well. They know they know other people decently well from an outside, but as I said, you're never going to completely, truly understand another person unless you were them. Even so, you can get pretty close. Um, but knowing yourself, knowing yourself is something that not many people, at least around me, that I've seen so far do why a majority of my old friends from high school I'm actually not friends with anymore because I feel like they've just joined the masses and care more about other people and what they're interested in just a little bit like they only care maybe like 10% about the other person and their exterior and what they think they like and stuff like that and then I promised if some one of their friends killed themselves they would be surprised but if they really understood them they would have known that they were depressed for a long time anyways Knowing stuff about yourself pays off way more than pretending you know a lot about somebody else or pretending to care about a lot about somebody else. And it and it's really helpful in conversation and talking. You know, because if you know yourself very well, you can encourage other people to know other stuff about themselves too. And then maybe one day they'll they'll want to talk about themselves more and you actually will know deeper than what is normally known about other people. Gosh, this is all just a bunch of mumbo-jumbo. And I hope I haven't cussed. My friend Jacob Corrado has another podcast I'm going to be featuring on soon. We're having a recording this upcoming Tuesday. And he does not recommend cussing, and I completely agree with him. Point is, the more somebody knows about themselves, the easier it is to carry on any conversation because you can have confidence in how you think as a person. And then you you emit that sort of lifestyle choice and confidence to another person and then they want to be like you and the next thing you know, they're doing the same thing and you know more about them because being a part of that process is being honest about yourself and telling people about yourself. And then by doing that, obviously more people are going to know about you, about the real you. And so it's just better for society as a whole if we dive into understanding ourselves more and then sharing it rather than trying to understand others and not share anything about ourselves. You got to take the action first and share about yourself. That's probably a big reason why I'm just doing this random podcast where I'm recording only myself talking about whatever I think I should like feel like talking about because now you get to know more about me and maybe you'll think about sharing more about yourself to other people. So I'm going to end it at three. 
20 minutes looks like a good podcast for me. I'm sure I could pick up the phone and do another podcast tomorrow. So I'm going to just call this Ryan's podcast. Maybe put the little double dot thing, whatever it's called, put talking. Um, If you have any ideas about how I should format this, you know, I would greatly appreciate it. My Instagram is at R-Y-A-N-A-R-A-T-I-N. Ryan Ayrton is my name. You can DM me there. I appreciate any comments or supports that you have. I'm probably going to be posting this somehow on social media. On Instagram, most likely. I I prefer Instagram over Facebook or anything. Um, But hey, it's all about the outreach too. So maybe I will put it on Facebook. Anyways, thank you for your time. Once again, thank you, Anchor, for the great platform. Very user-friendly. Super excited to see where this takes me. And the, uh, the easy connectivity between you and Spotify.